0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and
1: welcome to the Vanguard. I am Matt Wright, and together you and I are going to be going on a wonderful journey traversing the muddied waters of freedom. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody out there is having a fantastic evening, having a wonderful, rip-roaring, good time. Um, It is Tuesday the 14th, and uh, this is muddied waters of freedom. Um, hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, I know I did. I had a blast. Uh, actually, I I didn't do much anything, actually. Um, ahoy, libertarian giggles. Thanks for tuning in to watch me here exclusively on Rumble. Uh, remember, folks, you can watch me only here on Rumble. You can listen to me on podcasts, on podcasting platforms all across the interwebs. Um, all you have to do... Um, All you have to do is uh, hit subscribe on wherever it is you are watching or listening. And uh, hit subscribe wherever it is you're watching or listening and you will be given the gift of liberty at least once a week. Um, Also, we relaunched the subscriber program and it is at an extremely low price right now. So for $3 a month, it's less than $3 a month. Well, not when you add tax. Um, for $299, you get every back catalog uh subscriber episode that there is. You get any subscriber episodes we make in the future. You get all of it. You'll also get uh specials. Uh you'll also get specials on um gear whenever we relaunch the store. So head on over to uh, anchor.fm slash muddied waters slash subscribe today and uh subscribe for three bucks a month you're gonna get a ton of content and you'll also get a lot of cool swag and stuff uh once we relaunch that program um but yeah I hope everybody's been doing well uh my dog is already looking at me giving me the eye because i know that he we, we had to do a very short walk today um We had to do a very short walk today because it's raining, and he was not happy with the fact that it was raining. And instead, he wanted to um, stay out longer. But it was soaking. I I was soaking wet. I had to change. Um, So he wants to go back out. So let's get to it, so I can get him back out once it does stop raining, hopefully soon, and uh, that way he won't try to interrupt the show. But that brings us to. Mud, the Mudwater. This episode is brought to you by Mudwater. Mudwater is a coffee alternative, as well as the most aptly named sponsor for this show ever, with one-seventh of the caffeine as a regular cup of coffee. It's made with masala chai, cacao, mushrooms, turmeric, sea salt, cinnamon, and that is it. And I know what you're thinking, Matt, you are somebody who loves caffeine. Why would you be hawking... For a company that is advertising less caffeine. And that's because it worked. It's true. I love caffeine. I used to drink two energy drinks a day and now I might have one a week. All thanks to Mudwater. If you or someone you love might want to make the switch to Mudwater, all you have to do is head on over to muddiedwatersoffreedom.com mud to make the switch today. So everybody, head on over to muddywatersoffreedom slash mud. Make the switch over to Mud Water today and uh, enjoy the wonderful, wonderful benefit of having less caffeine and more beverages that taste like a hobo's foot. Um, this actually, so this we're we're opening with something that happened today. Uh, there were some there were some fireworks today in uh,
0: the Senate committees. And Mark Wayne Mullen of Oklahoma had the like. I,
1: I don't want to build this up more than I already, can, than I can. So, uh, Mark Wayne Mullen of Oklahoma had this moment. Um, if you're, if you're listening on audio, uh, I highly recommend, uh, finding the video, uh, on Spotify or on rumble. Um, but if you're listening on audio, thank you. But, uh, check out Mark Wayne Mullen today like he's self-made. Sir, I wish he was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard in long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been. Always will be. Quit the tough guy act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy sir this is a time this is a place if you want to run your mouth we can be two consenting adults we can finish it here
0: okay that's fine perfect you want to do it now i'd love to do it right now well stand your butt up then you stand your butt up oh hold on Big oh hold, stop it is it's that your part. solution every oh. no no sit down sit down okay, okay. You know okay. you're a united states okay. senator Active. Oh, okay. okay sit down please all right let's can let's i respond Mr. hold Jim. it hold it if oh, we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is Hold what he in. said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can, Can I, I respond? Oh, no, you can't. <laughs> this is a hearing.
1: I I love that Bernie Sanders is sitting there going, no, you can't respond. No. You are a United States senator. You can't, no, you can't respond. sir. Yeah, so uh, O'Brien is one of the Teamsters, and he has been going after Senator Mullen uh, for Mullen's Uh, Attempts for certain legislations. I didn't even look that much into it. But what I know is that Mark Wayne Mullen is a former professional MMA fighter. He's like 5-0, I think. And he's part of the Oklahoma... He's he's in uh, Oklahoma Wrestling Hall of Fame. And if he would have gotten a hold of O'Brien for saying that he wasn't a self-made man and he didn't build his business and all that, on the floor of... I'm gonna say the floor of the Senate. Obviously, it was like in you know, a Senate committee, but if he could have done that on the floor of the Senate and just beat that dude to a pulp, because he said we're consenting adults. Like I think that they should have let that happen. Two consenting adults working their anger out by beating the tar out of each other on the floor of the Senate committee. I think that would have been the greatest news to ever come out of to come out of the Senate easily in the last 15 years, easily in the last 15 years. And I think that would have been absolutely fantastic. Um, but no Bernie Sanders had to be the wet blanket to all of that and not allow that to happen because Bernie Sanders sucks the fun out of absolutely everything. Uh, and he's, he's, he is the wet blanket of the United States Senate. Um, so speaking of the U.S. Senate and the shakeups that are about to be happening, Joe Manchin, the former, uh, the former sitting president of the United States, acting president, he wasn't sitting, he was the acting president of the United States. And the current senator from West Virginia has announced he is not going to be running for reelection now. This brings up a ton of different questions. Um, But first, let's get into it. Um, After months, according to Joe Manchin himself, after months of deliberation and long conversations with my family, I believe in my heart of hearts that I have accomplished
0: what I set out to do for West Virginia. And after making the deal, To pass the Inflation Reduction Act, which led to more inflation and out of
1: control prices nationwide, I, for one, am glad he isn't running again. Now, granted, we're going to get into a little bit more of that in a minute, but um, what he says he's going to do now is he's going to be traveling the country and speaking out to see if there is an interest in creating a movement to mobilize the middle and bring Americans together. Now, Joe Manchin is a polarizing character in politics. The Democrats don't like him because he took way too much power to get what he needed for West Virginia uh, when the Senate was in a 50-50 tie. Um, so they did not like him uh, for doing what for doing what his constituents literally elected him to do up until the Inflation Reduction Act. Um, and Republicans hated him for doing what his constituents elected him to do, including the Inflation Reduction Act. So he is he's a polarizing character. And many people always said, oh, he's going to switch sides. But then he would vote something so far left, like the Inflation Reduction Act, that people would say, well, he can't really join the Republicans now and the republicans would always say, you know, and republicans were like, no, he's not one of us. Democrats were like he's not one of us. He and Kristen Cinema uh were kind of on the same page, but he never left the party. Uh he said he didn't see eye to eye with the Democrats anymore, but he 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 wouldn't leave the party. Um personally, I I have no issue with him doing what he did. Uh he he was a Democrat, he believed in certain things that Democrats believe in, and he voted the way that he
0: believed the people of West Virginia wanted him to vote. Um. And it seemed to work, I mean, he kept getting reelected.
1: I mean, they all keep getting reelected, even if you know the people of their state say that they're terrible. But he continued to get reelected uh, time after time, and now he's saying that he's not. Now, again, he did help with the inflation reduction act deal and we reported on that when it first happened and we reported on that when it first happened here and we said that for ten thousand dollars he changed his mind and said yes i'm gonna go with the inflation reduction act well as it
0: turned out it was for a little bit more than ten thousand dollars um Right before the Inflation Reduction Act kicked into place, uh, it basically seemed as though the checks
1: became, began coming into the fund, into the Manchin fund, in early July, just weeks before Senator Manchin made his surprise announcement that he struck a deal with Chuck Schumer. Now, I've highlighted some of the, uh, some of the uh, amounts of money that he got right before the Inflation Reduction Act. Now, the Brownstein Senior Policy Director, Michael Stratton, donated $10,510 to the Mansion Leadership Fund on August 31st. Uh, the Norman, Brownst- Norman Brownstein, the firm's chairman, donated $5,800 to the fund on September 9th. Managing partner, Rich Benson, donated $1,000. Um, the Brooks Energy Company donated $10,000 on July 27th. Uh, energy Eckerd uh, gave the mansion leadership fund five thousand dollars other donors from energy industry uh, industry include executives from companies including endearing resources hope gas console energy Robindale energy X coal energy and resources and HRM resources uh And Senator Manchin raised nearly $500,000 in the third quarter of the year through his campaign with several donations coming from figures in the fossil fuel industries, all of whom benefited from the
0: Inflation Reduction Act. So, again, he does what is best for his state and for his campaign fund. Now, Oddly, he just announced he is not going to be running for re-election, but he has all of this campaign money. Before we get into the presidency thing, let's take a look at the
1: Senate. So, at the time, back before uh, 2020, uh, back or sorry, back before 2022 uh, or 2020, there was a 50-50 tie in the or before 2022 there was a 50-50 tie in the Senate now it's fifty-one fifty. with him leaving Kristen cinema is now an independent though she caucuses with the democrats she is going to be running for re-election the democrats are going to be putting somebody up Kristen cinema and the democrat will probably be splitting the votes for the democrat almost ensuring that a republican wins that race joe manchin is going to be dropping out now he's not going to be running again to find somebody that is a democrat in west virginia To find somebody that's a Democrat in West Virginia that can win the Senate seat, to win Manchin's Senate seat, is going to be very difficult. So odds are that's going to be a Republican. You are going to be looking at Republicans in both of those two seats, which now switches it where the Republicans hold more seats than the Democrats, assuming all else stays the same. So that's not good news for the Democrats. That is definitely not good news for the Democrats. That is not what they were hoping for. Then on top of it, many people are speculating that he is planning to run for president on a third party ticket called the no labels party. We talked about this briefly a couple of weeks ago.
0: Um, under the third party, no labels, uh, the no labels party. Uh if he does this you're going to have a situation where well jill
1: stein announced today that she's running uh for the green party cornell west who was initially going to be running as a green party uh has decided he's going to be running uh independent um rfk is running independent if you have joe manchin adding to that running a third party with the no labels party that is going to be a lot of people a lot of a lot of excess people running for the presidency that i don't know how to say this in a way that all votes are anybody's votes you have to earn them but you are typically going to be pulling from the same pools of people You're, you're going to be pulling from the same pools of people um and if joe manchin goes out there and earns the votes of people that would normally vote democrat that's going to hurt the Democrats. He is going to probably pull more from the Democrats than he's going to pull from the Republicans, just like Jill Stein and Cornell West are going to probably pull more people who would be more likely to vote Democrat than people who are more likely to vote Republican. Joe Manchin making this choice. If, if he's making this choice, which it, all signs are pointing that he is looking to do it, joe manchin looks like he is going to hand the senate and the presidency over to the gop if both of these things happen once again making him the most powerful senator
0: in america um i don't know if he like i don't know if he's going to do it this has been kicked around a lot
1: of people are saying that this is what's going to happen. And he's out there doing, he's calling it his whistling tour where he wants to find out if, uh, if there's interest in creating a movement to mobilize the middle and bring America together. And if there is anything out there that says there is nothing America wants more than a mansion Romney unity ticket. I don't know what it is. Cause that sounds awful. Just awful. Like, that sounds like sardines and fish. Nope, sardines and peanut butter. Sardines and peanut butter. That does not sound delicious at all. That does not sound like something anybody wants. Does not sound like something anybody wants, but that is apparently what it is that is being pitched because we know that Mitt Romney's not running for reelection as well, and he has also been linked to the no labels party. So who knows what if that's going to happen but something to keep the eye on. And with how this election is shaping up, it's going to be a wild ride no matter what. And I'm actually very excited about all of it. Now, speaking of wild rides, I actually meant to look something up uh, before we got uh, started here uh, because I was doing these notes. I knew how something was gonna end up and then I forgot to finish the notes when I got home today because, uh, so, speaker mike johnson the speaker mike johnson he was kind of put into a
0: terrible position he was going to be he was put into a terrible position um there we go he he was put into a terrible position but before we get into that
1: let's remember like two months ago Kevin McCarthy came up with a stopgap bill, a continuing resolution bill that required some help from the
0: Democrats to make sure that the government did not shut down. Now, for anybody who has a memory, back in 2012, 2012, 2010, back in 2010, I think it's 2010, we're going to go
1: with 2010, the Republicans shut down the government. The Republicans shut down the government. Um, It may have been in 2012. Uh, The Republicans shut down the government and because they weren't going to pass spending bills, they weren't gonna pass spending bills for Obama uh, that didn't meet their without cutting spending elsewhere and things weren't getting passed. They weren't coming to the table, didn't negotiate. They weren't coming to deal. Republicans got blamed for this and they did not perform as well as people thought they should in the next election. Ted Cruz was blamed for a lot of this. Um, Kevin McCarthy remembered that, and he d- he did not want to go into the midterms. Uh, he didn't want to go into the midterms or into the off term, the off year election, having just caused a shutdown. So he came up with this stopgap bill uh, that required help from Democrats. Matt Gates then said nope, you said you wouldn't work with the Democrats. Let's have him removed and voted to get him out. And Matt Gaetz it and got help from all of the Democrats to have Speaker McCarthy removed. Going to preface, I don't like Speaker McCarthy. I don't like any of these guys. But, you know, uh, this is what happened. Then there was no speaker for a while. And... That was great because nothing was getting done loved it um and then they ended up deciding
0: on a speaker and for some reason they picked somebody who could win a rachel maddow look contest just find that weird and now mike johnson
1: for what it's worth um He's like he's got his back up against the wall and I understand where he's coming from because he he's just was put in a few weeks back. He was just elected a few weeks back and he's already facing a shutdown on Friday. Now, since he has been speaker the GOP put forth one spending bill which was to help fund Israel and in it they said that they wanted to take funding from the IRS to use that for Israel, which if you are going to be funding, you know, overseas wars, yeah, please take away the organizations that t- take away money from the organizations that take money from me. Totally happy with that arrangement. I don't want us funding that, but if you're doing it, defund something here. Um, which meant it was dead on arrival in the Senate was never going to go anywhere. Now, they need to make sure he knows that he can't have the government shut down. Because 2024 is coming up, and as we're going to get into later, the Republicans have not been performing well at all in the, uh, in the elections since 2016. Um, so he knows that you can't have the shutdown because he'll get blamed for the shutdown, the Republicans will get blamed for the shutdown, and it will lower their chances of winning in 2024. So he offers a stopgap. And of course, this causes Republicans to be like, no, we can't do that. Let the government
0: shut down. Um, He doesn't want to have the shutdown. He doesn't
1: want to do a huge omnibus that people will try to push through at the end of the year as as we typically see at this time of year you always see the end of the year holiday omnibus spending packages so instead he's like let's push it out past that and then we can come back to it after uh after we go on our holiday break um and so he's like okay let's kick the can down the road a little bit until after the new year which of course we don't want that to happen i understand where he's coming from but I also see that this is not something that we hope for. This is not what we want. Um, But this is what he's saying. This is what he's saying that he wanted. And so he's like, I'm going to do it where certain things we will have to vote on by January 9th and other things by the beginning of February. And Democrats didn't like this.
0: But Democrats knew, Democrats knew that if they did not support this plan, they would
1: be seen as shutting down the government. Because technically, he's not cutting funding from anything. He's not cutting funding from anything. He's not reallocating funding from anything. He's just saying, hey, let's just vote on these two things later down the road. And Democrats didn't want to vote for it, but they knew if they didn't, they would look like they had just shut down the government. And Democrats were like, we can't risk losing more. Manchin's already out. If it looks like we're losing, if, if Manchin runs for president, we might risk uh, losing the the Senate. We might risk losing the presidency. And if we shut down, it could make it look like we are going to lose the House. And then Republicans will have control over all three all three branches. Um, all three chambers. Um,
0: so they are going, they basically said that they were gonna vote for it. The GOP was still up in arms. It looked, and obviously, so just spoiler alert, this passed.
1: Um, this passed with a 336 to 95. Um, 336 for 95 against. Uh, I don't have the breakdown on who was the 95 against. I bet a majority of them were, eh, I'm not even going to say a majority. A good portion were probably Republican, a good portion were Democrats. Probably almost 50-50 there. Um, But nobody wanted to look like they had shut down the government because this election is already being to every year we hear it every every presidential year we hear it i've heard it every one that i have voted in of this is the most important election of our lifetimes and usually you start hearing it closer and closer to november of the election year i have been hearing that this is the most important election of our lifetimes from the from the right
0: and the left
1: since the beginning of the summer of 2023
0: this is a fight for our democracy. This is a fight for the soul of our country and whatever else. The fact that the fact that uh what
1: Mike Johnson did was work with the Democrats get Democrat support on this thing in order to push it down the road without changing any of the funding shows that what matt gates did to kevin mccarthy had nothing to do with what kevin mccarthy did it had to do with the fact it was kevin mccarthy because if it had to do with what matt or what kevin mccarthy did matt gates would be doing the exact same thing to mike johnson tomorrow and we know he's not going to matt gates is planning to be the next governor of florida he wants to take over for DeSantis in
0: 26.
1: 26? Sure. We will say that. Um, yeah, 26. Um, he's gonna try to take over for DeSantis in 26. He wanted to do something that would give him a big name recognition that wasn't what he was really being recognized for, uh, down here in Florida. Um and if you don't know what that is, Google it. Um, look that one up on Ask Jeeves. Um, so Matt Gates did what he did for political reasons only. It wasn't because he thought Kevin McCarthy was terrible, uh, was terrible or wasn't good at the job or anything like that. Thomas Massey even said uh that Kevin McCarthy is the most conservative speaker that we have had since Newt Gingrich. Um and Matt Gates did that purely for political reasons, only to get his name up there to be the firebrand kind of ca- candidate that he's looking to become when he runs for governor in 2026. Um, but yeah, the Republicans and Democrats work together. The government's not going to shut down over the holidays, which means that, you know, nothing changes, uh, nothing changes either way. So, uh we've got that got that going for us I guess and now we just have the ever looming presence of the IRS looking at how much we are spending through our Venmos. Um now none of this would be an issue because we wouldn't need we wouldn't need to be doing the stopgap things we wouldn't need to be doing these stopgap things and we'd be able to see if the if the GOP was actually able to put together a real bill if the GOP wasn't such a dumpster fire um, and the GOP is in fact just one massive dumpster fire and it's easy to say that um, it's easy to say that looking at it from the outside but if you were to sit there and say even looking at it from inside the party i don't see how they can say no everything that we have is going well like that that's just not something that is possible to be done to be done um their lead presidential candidate president trump is tied up in like a thousand different trials with four thousand different felony charges and a bunch of different civil trials and they're trying to get you know millions upon millions of dollars out of him and that's just not a good look for any party. Um, the infighting in the house has led to multiple issues like Mike Johnson being the Senator or sorry, the speaker, Mike Johnson being the speaker and Mike Johnson, wondering what it is that, uh, Mike Johnson wondering what it is that, uh, he can do to try to make sure that he doesn't piss off his party in the first two weeks of him being speaker when the spending bill is about to expire. Um, according to polling rfk junior being in the race hurts donald trump more than it hurts biden which why that mansion thing is a huge win for trump uh because that hurts biden more um the chair of the rnc is in my opinion rightfully being dragged by literally people from all across the spectrum politically uh, Vivek Ramaswamy compared her to a cancer in last week's debate and said, "Since Rana McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC uh, in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022. No red wave. We got trounced again. Uh, got trounced again last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. And offered to have her come up and resign." during the presidential debate and he said that he would give her her give her his time so she could do that um she said that she wasn't running for president but no you are attempting to get people elected and you're doing a really terrible job at it liz cheney um liz cheney said in a tweet, when GOP chairwoman refuses to condemn the GOP's leading candidate for using the same Nazi propaganda that mobilized 1930s, 40s Germany to evil, it's fair to assume she's collaborating. History will judge Ronna McDaniel and every Republican who is appeasing this dangerous man. Um, And that was in response to Donald Trump who had tweeted in honor of our great veterans on Veterans Day. We pledge to you that we will root out the communists, the Marxists, fascists, and radical left thugs that live like vermin within the confines of our country lie, steal, and cheat on elections, and will do anything possible, whether legally or illegally, to destroy America and the American dream.
0: I haven't been able to do my Trump in a while, so I was just really excited to do that one. Um, so, granted, what Trump,
1: is say, like, what Trump is saying here, obviously, um, is... Not like the greatest look, but it is very much a the the trumpiest quote that you could have
0: on Veterans Day. Um and to for Liz Cheney to compare
1: um oh I never took that off. Um for Liz Cheney to compare that to like and I I know what she's talking about here. She's talking about how they came for the communists and the Marxists and the fascists and everybody else before they came for the Jews. Uh, I understand that's what she is referring to when she says this. Um, But now she is saying that Ronald Romney McDaniel is in cahoots with Nazis because Liz Cheney immediately went to Nazis uh, immediately went to Nazis uh, when talking about Trump's tweet uh, because Liz Cheney is one of the anybody that I disagree with is a Nazi kind of mentality individual so and then you have Ben Shapiro who constantly constantly is crapping all over Ronna McDaniel uh, Ron McDaniels and pointing out that the biggest issue that the Republicans have and that she suffers from is there is no consistent, there is no consistent messaging coming from the leadership. The 2024 elections, obviously, are coming up quickly, insanely fast. And it's going to be one of the craziest election
0: cycles, I think, that we have ever been a part of. The only thing that is saving the GOP
1: from, from just absolute obsolescence uh, is that Joe Biden, who is the likely candidate for the Democrats, is basically a zombie. He doesn't know where he is at any given moment. And if he didn't have his handlers, he would not have any clue. Uh, he would not have any— he, if he wasn't the president of the United States, uh, he would be in a home wandering around wondering where he could get ice cream from. Like he would not be out anywhere in public uh able to talk to anybody. Um and when you add in the fact that you've got Cornell West, Jill Stein, Joe Manchin, and as as along with RFK
0: Jr., the only thing that's going to happen is that the GOP has the ability, um,
1: the GOP has the ability to fail forward, because of just the dumpster fire that the Democrats are. Both parties are complete and utter dumpster fires, and both parties can see what their issues are. They can see what their issues are, and they if it's easy for somebody like me or somebody like you, anybody watching this, to see what the issues are, if it's easy to pinpoint what they are, you need to take the time to fix them if you are the parties. But instead, the parties are waiting for the other dumpster fire to burn quicker, and that is what they're doing. So both of them are just
0: pushing the problems further down the road, which is exactly what Kevin McCarthy – and now Mike
1: Johnson and everybody that has been in the House of Representatives and the Senate have been doing with debt and with everything else for decades now. They are going to be doing to their parties what they have been doing with every economics uh, measure in America for the last 40 years. They're going to continue pushing these problems down the road. Ronna McDaniel is, remember, she's also a Romney, so there's a chance that she might leave when, when Mitt's gone anyway. But she's going to leave, set up all these problems, and then push it down to whoever the next person is. Uh, Jamie, Jamie, I forget, the head of the DNC. Um, the DNC, but man, I will give them one thing. They are fantastic at messaging. Their messaging is unbelievable they've got that going for them um they they stick to their message and they are all lockstep in it they're all lockstep with it uh they do not break from that message even a little bit so i mean they've got that but um so they have that going for them but other parts of their problem is just collapsing they the democrats have their issues republicans have their issues Both parties are just kicking their issues down the road, hoping that whoever comes in next can fix them or that the other party fails so horrendously that they end up winning. So you weren't even getting the best of the best from these people, which we've known for decades at this point, but you're not getting the best of the best from these people. Instead, you are getting the people who didn't fail as badly as the other side. That is who is now going to be leading our country. The people who don't screw up as much are the people who are going to be leading the country here to
0: forth, um, here to forth. So, yeah, that's not really an uplifting thing to leave you all on, but that's the best I got today. That is the best I got.
1: Uh, everything, like I was going to talk about the the Jim Jordan, I was going
0: to talk about the uh, Jim Jordan Committee where they said, look, the government's the government was working with, with uh
1: colleges and was working with colleges to have uh conservatives silenced on social media, but we already, but we already knew that. And absolutely nothing is going to happen to any of these people. Um, uh, nothing is gonna to happen to those people. And because why would it? Why would it? Nobody, nobody's going to do anything to them. Um uh, So yeah, that's pretty much all that I've got for today. Uh, I am working on, I've been talking with somebody to, uh, have them come on and, um, have them come on and, uh, that's to If I can have this guy come on, I don't want to announce it yet because we haven't solidified it. Uh, but if I can have him come on, that is going to be one of the most entertaining shows I have been a part of and I am looking forward to every second of that. Um, but, uh, Hope everybody has a great rest of your week. Uh, Stay safe. We will be back here next Tuesday. Um, I'm not going to do the themed things this year because I just don't care this year about the themed crap. Um, I'm just not feeling up for the holidays. Uh, So um, we'll be back here with a regular episode next week. Uh, Stay safe this week. If you all need anything, let me know. And uh, remember... Oh, uh, head on over. Make sure that wherever you are, hit the subscribe button. If you're watching over here on Rumble, make sure that you hit the subscribe button, follow button, whatever it is. Um, and it, if you're listening to this on any podcasting platform, give me a five-star review. I would appreciate it. That helps me out in the algorithm. And uh, honestly, like that's how I make the most money out of this Uh, and if you want access to all of the uh subscriber stuff uh head on over to anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters slash subscribe anchor.fm slash muddiedwaters slash subscribe to get all of the subscriber stuff Um, thank you all so much i appreciate each and every one of you have a great weekend and remember where we're going
0: we don't need roads